Hi there, welcome to the Deep Chat episode 8 with me, Ryan. I am Jack. Uh, um, in today's episode, we're going to talk... Um, about movies, because that's what we do. We're going to talk about movies. We've got a triple review in line for you, because we've been we're so far behind. We've got two non-spoiler reviews for you, and a full in-depth spoiler review. Of... Black Panther. The Black Panther. And the other two films will be Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri and The Shape of Water. In other words, fish porn. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, we're also going to summarise the week in a kind of general sense because it's just been that kind of that kind of week. And on top of that, we're going to just fill in a little couple Every of now and then, in a generation, there is a week that everything goes wrong. You're not wrong. This has been that week. Um, so yeah, this is the Deep Chat episode 8 um, with Tranquil Entertainment. This podcast this podcast might contain strong language and possibly topics of a kind of adult nature. Yes, definitely. So, Shape of Water, definitely. Yeah, this podcast will contain adults of... Uh, adults? Will contain adults? <laughs> will contain We're topics adults. of an adult nature, so if you have any children or anything listening, just be aware of Thank that. you and enjoy the deep Thank chat. Thank you and enjoy. Same that well. That was time pretty well, actually. We never planned the fade out. Yeah. I was actually going to wait for it to fully fade out and then speak, but then you just went, well, take that well. Sorry, I'm just <laughs> shite at this. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so how have you been, Ryan? Uh, it's terrible. Absolutely terrible. But, I mean, how can you be terrible? You're an actor, you've got a wee role in a play that you're debuting tonight. Mm. Curtains are up a tonight. Would you... Tonight? Uh, I, I mean, there's no point in plugging it because unless so... someone listens to... <laughs> unless you have Up By Tonight... And someone listens to it, and it's like half six, and they're I, like, oh, fuck shit! I'm not plugging it, I'm just giving just giving you insight to your own life, you Ryan. Know, I think I've got enough insight in my own life, Jack. I don't know if you do. Um, right, well, we're doing we're doing Hamlet tonight. Yes. Why have I still got these on? Yeah. To be, or not to be. That is the question! Uh, alas, poor Yorick. I know him, Horatio. What else happened? What That's Hamlet, isn't it? Is that Hamlet? What, to be or not to be? Yeah, that is. Is it? Aye, ah, it's the one with the skull. Aye, Hamlet is the one with the skull. That was the line I just said, alas, poor Yorick. Yeah, but he also does the whole, to be or not to be. Uh-huh. What other lines are we going to play? Dead! Dead for a ducket! Um, you think I would know? <laughs> Is hey, this a dagger I see before? Hey, no, that's Macbeth. It doesn't matter, Rick. We're Continue. just talking. Um, Sorry, I'm just having my breakfast just now. Just eaten. as a... You've not eaten? No. I assumed you had. No. Anyway. I apologise. That's fine. Um, Kirsty's in it as Ophelia. She's really good, I think. I mean, I know that... I, I say that all the time because I genuinely think she's really good. And, like, she's always like, you're meant to say that. I'm like, wow. I mean, I thought you were good, but you weren't that good. No, I'm kidding. She is really good. I, I, I wish I could come see it, uh-huh. but yeah. I'm I'm working. I'm afraid. Well, Rebecca and your mum's coming to see it. Yeah, so I'm t- I'm I've got representatives out. Yeah, yeah, agents. That's why they're coming. Agents of the crown. They're repping the uh, J-lock. Kieran's in it as Horatio. Who's Who's he? Horatio. No, Kieran. <laughs> 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 Jokes, quip, sponsor. Kieran. 
Kieran Horatio, I think, is a really <laughs> hard character to play because he just kind of stands about a lot. Yeah. And Hamlet talks just a lot. He mints. And Horatio goes, <clears throat> All right, okay, mate. Yeah. Like, uh, he's a, a yes man. Hamlet's the guy. Hamlet's the kind of guy that's like, Let's go down to the, the Chinese and smash in the Wendy's and steal a couple of Jennies. And Horatio's like, Sound. That's Shakespeare really let himself go, didn't he? he? Did. <laughs> At the Hamlet stage, he was like, I think go to the toilet. Are you, are you serious? I don't need, but I'm just forward thinking here. Oh, you didn't go? No. Just leave it until you need to go. Okay. Um, also, last week, or last episode, or at some point, we were talking about the... We are talking about Morrison's and how it's the fourth largest chain. Yeah. Well, the number one is Tesco. Oh, yeah. The number two is actually Sainsbury's, which you did say. I did but say But I that. said, I don't think it was, but you were right. And number three is Asda. Right. And then at number four, so far, is Morrison's. Wow. But we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. Um, <laughs> I, I assume Sainsbury's would be, because they had that whole Jamie Oliver thing a few years back. Yeah. And Jamie's a big name. He, well, he attracts. Isn't his uh, restaurants getting shut down? Are they? I heard, or some of them. I like those restaurants as well. I've they, never been. They do incredible nachos. <laughs> really, you go to a Jamie Oliver restaurant and get nachos? No, they're not. Na- they're Jamie Oliver's nachos. Right, okay. Where the cheese is inside the nacho itself. What? <laughs> yes. I need to go. I've never been. Go, it's really good. Um, <laughs> what yeah, else? Um, Quite really quickly before we do this, sh- this week in memoriam. Uh, last week, I went to the weekend just after we'd done episode seven. Which was that last week or was it the week after? It was a week. A week and a bit ago. Yes. The weekend of that, I went to London. Yes, you did. And I, I had tickets to see the Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. You did. So good. London or the play? The play. <laughs> Hate London. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, London was really cool. We arrived. Um, There's always a hassle when we go travelling for some reason, me and Kirsty, probably because we're just idiots. But um, the, the, the flight came in at Gatwick. And we had to get we got the train to King's Cross because our hotel was actually really close to King's Cross. Yeah. Um, it was hub by Premier Inn, which is a new thing I think. So we went to we walked down to this Premier Inn and we walked in, and we're looking about and we're like, wow, this place is like really fancy, yeah. and um, we're like. You know, there's, like, lights hanging from the ceiling, there's, like, bars and restaurants and stuff, and all the seats are really... Cute. See, when places have, like, windows instead of walls. In the, in the lobby, or...? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not, like, in the, not in the hotel room. <laughs> but, I mean, in the lobby <laughs> area. Going in your hotel room, and it's just a fucking... <laughs> asylum. <laughs> they, um, they had, like, the windows instead of walls and stuff, and that's how I just kind of gauged it. It was pretty fancy. Um... And we were like, we were like walking around for like five minutes. Whoa, touching. double glazing! Yeah, we were walking around <laughs> touching things, and we went up to the counter, and we were like, "Hi, we're uh, we're here to to sign in." And she's like, "You sure? What's your number and all that stuff? We gave her the reference number." And then mm. she goes, "Yeah, you're not actually uh, booked in for this hotel." <laughs> oh, that makes sense. <laughs> well, well, of course, of course, we're not. Look at us. And she's like, "You're actually booked in at the hub, down the street, just a little bit, right past the traffic lights." Yeah. Like, okay. So we're like, well, that's great. We're probably going to go into this place. It's going to have like grease <laughs> on the walls and stuff like that. You'll see like the chef covered in sweat, you know, <laughs> picking his nose and flicking it like a big <laughs> stew pot or something like that. And? and we went in and it was 
probably just equally as fancy. Nice. There wasn't as much as a, of a lobby, but there was like a restaurant and bar thing downstairs. Mm. And the staff were really nice. And we it wasn't time for us to book in, but um, she let us book in anyway. Mm-hmm. Or he, he or she, I don't like, <laughs> I don't like <laughs> throw anybody under the bus. But um, waiting up to the room. You ever done the hot by premier room? No. Uh, I mm, I believe I've done it once in Liverpool with my dad. The hub or just Premier Inn? I can't remember. Probably just, I don't know. Because um, I don't know how new it is. But we went in and the hotel room was like, we were used to travel lodges, so we were used to yeah. like bad and white walls. <laughs> uh, so we went in and it was quality. The TV done the, it had it was like, hey Ryan, on the TV. And you could... Um, it knew you. It knew me. Artificial TV. intelligence. And uh, yeah. That's what taking the over <laughs> artificial intelligence um the, the tv had like oh it had you could watch movies and tv shows on it without having to pay extra mm-hmm. and you could use apps and stuff like bbc iplayer or youtube yeah but if you really wanted to you could connect a device to the tv and just like watch netflix yeah ah uh, yeah, yeah yeah we were gonna do that but Kirsty fell asleep so i just watched the always YouTube. always falling asleep Kirsty. um but they're also like you know how like when you're in the hotel room you get to bed and then you're like shit I've left the light on yeah and you get out nah bro uh, there's a little panel like just at the right side of your head yeah on the wall yeah and you can just you can dim the lights and down turn oh, the that's off cool. and stuff like that's that. cool you can put the air conditioner on as well nice I think nice you can set alarms as well actually that's pretty the bed was really comfy nice did you um glass um glass did you uh, glass test that out. What, the bed? Yeah. Did I test the bed out well, Jack? I slept for nine hours. <laughs> Good job, man. That's what uh, I So, right? yeah. What else would I have meant? I don't know. Hide and seek, I mean, like, could you hide under the bed? No, Does you couldn't. Actually, you couldn't. No, was it one of those ones that had, like, walls? Oh, no, you could, but, like, um, you would need to kind of lose some weight. Right, okay. I couldn't. <laughs> you maybe could. Thanks. Um... So, the show yeah, was, so the, the show. show. <laughs> <laughs> um, the show was really cool. Apparently, we're not allowed to actually tell you about it because there's like a hashtag called Keep the Secret or something like that. Fuck that. I'm not going to really... Have you read it? No. Right, I'll tell you this, right? Very fan fictiony. I've heard that, though. Very, I've heard that about reviews. Very fan fictiony. About reviews and reviews of about the play. It genuinely feels like a fan has sat down and been like... <laughs> <laughs> That's how fans speak about it. And Harry's back. Huh? Harry's back. They're all back. Yeah. Um, my Harry's back. <laughs> uh, what? Ron's back. Uh, Harry's back. Jenny. <laughs> Are they all back? They're all back. Yeah. Well, not every character. Like um, Fred or George, whichever one of them died. Yeah, so the, also, that, that's the one that had some controversy when it first uh, came out because Hermione was it, oh, it was back uh, in black. Yeah, uh, she's yeah. played by, I can't remember her name, um, but... And there was controversy behind that at the time and J.K. Rowling had to come out and say at no point in the books that actually specified that Hermione was... Was of white, white race, white yeah. There was no kind of race thing, yeah. Um, the world we live in. No, I it didn't really, it didn't change it for me. Eh? No, it was fine. I, I didn't really, it didn't bother me. 
She could have been a man. That <laughs> <laughs> would have still. I wouldn't have cared. But um, I don't see why it would be a controversial thing. I so do see. Is this it before or after? Way after they're all adults. After. All oh, right. Okay. It's like a new generation of yeah people. incidents. Um, I did feel through the whole thing. The whole story kind of revolves around Harry's son gets sorted into Slytherin. He's got two oh. other children and they both go into Gryffindor but he's yeah. got a son that goes into Slytherin and um, they, they do um, the, it kind of starts with the scene from the end of the film which is the scene from the end uh, of the book the, the but train it's, bit. it's word perfect from the end of the book actually according yeah. to Kirsty and he does the whole Albus Severus Potter you're named after two of the most bravest wizards I ever knew one of them was a Slytherin but then through the course of the entire show, it kind of just feels like Harry is a wee bit kind of like, you could have just, could have been Ravenclaw or anything but Slytherin. Yeah. So Harry's a dick. Well, not really, but a tiny, tiny wee bit. Harry is a bit of a bitch though. There's a bit, When right? you watch the movies and when you read the books, he's a little bit of a bitch. There's a bit where um, him and his son, uh, his son Albus, are having a kind of argument and I felt like Albus was a bit of a dick through the whole thing. I'm like, why does yeah. he be such a wee prick, man? <laughs> and uh, I'm honestly, Jeez. I'm sitting up in the rafters just looking down, like, not the rafters, I'm sitting in the seats, yeah. and I'm looking down and I'm like, well, can't I just slap him about, Harry? And there's a bit where Albus goes, sometimes I wish you weren't my dad, which is obviously a really hard-hitting thing. But then, uh, like, just fighting back, Harry goes, well, sometimes I wish you weren't my son. And Jesus, then, uh, that's and, even worse. Well, I but... I would say for a child to say to their dad I wish you weren't my dad that's like a child thing because children don't understand the concept of if I say this to you you don't I wouldn't like it if you said that so I'm not going to say that but if an adult says that to a child that adult number one has issues and that child is going to have issues because that's fucked Uh I wish you weren't my son it gets all kind of resolved and things like that alright well I'm sure it does well, you know. Did J.K. Rowling write this one as well? Yeah, she wrote it. Right. She's wrote it. I think it is very fan fictiony. Yeah, <laughs> very fan fictiony. Well, she's obviously given fans what she wants by this. Like this was never on her plans to do. Yeah. No. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like as far as a fan fiction goes, it's good. Yeah. It is good. Um, I, I have heard some people say they don't necessarily agree or like the story, but I, I didn't really yeah. find it to be that bad. Mm-hmm. Um, what I thought was cool was in the production. They actually incorporate magic in it. Uh, not like, I mean, like magic tricks and things like that. The art of illusion. Right. Not like um. Dynamo. Kind of like dynamo. Not like proper magic. It's kind of just like stage tricks and things like that. Like, there's a bit where they take Polyjuice po- potion to turn into the original uh, trio. Right. And uh they've got big long cloaks on and they basically just kind of fold into the cloak and there's a trap door underneath where they're standing right and the actors playing the original trio Harry, Ron and Hermione they come up through and they just kind of swap places in the cloak mm. so if I, if I hadn't ruined that for you <laughs> and you went to see it you would be like that wow there yeah. were some things I was like that how, the, how did they do that yeah and stuff um, interesting it's really cool and there's like there I'd like to there. just point out that I have now finished my breakfast and I do apologise for the last 15 minutes continue right apology unaccepted wow there was a bit where Dementors <laughs> came down and they came down from this the like upstage ceiling yeah and I thought that was really cool mm. but then 
there was like a loud noise and they just kind of like they were flying about the audience basically yeah like about, uh, Aye, and like about the 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 proscenium. were they real people or was it just like no i don't think clocks. it was real people right. um it was hard to really tell yeah they are dementors <laughs> but overall um, it was really cool I really enjoyed it. Good. Um, Is it your favourite stage show that you've seen? Stage show? It's probably my favourite one I've seen, yeah. I mean, I don't really get out to see a lot of like stage shows. I've seen... What have I seen? I've seen... Uh, in London, I've seen School of Rock, the musical. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah. What was really cool about that was that all of the instruments and stuff were all played. Yeah. Uh, not yeah. all of them. The, the songs that they played, there was a band that played the kind of backing bits yeah. of it. Did you ever see the School of Rock reunion that they done? They done like a gig, no. all the cast. No. It was really cool. It was like a year and a bit ago. No, I never saw it. It was quality. I wish I didn't because that this. is like it's on YouTube. You check I, I, it out. I will. Very good. Um, I've seen the curious incident of the dog at night time as well, which actually came here mm. to Glasgow. Yeah. And the guy in it was the guy was a uh, Nick or whatever his name is from Still Game. Yes. Yes. Method or Nick? Yes. Uh, he was in it. Apparently he was really good, but I saw it in London. It was a different guy. It was a really good show. Good. Um, nice. Uh, yeah. Been in a couple of shows. Yeah. But that's really it. I mean, I saw yeah. Blackbird at the Citizens as well. It was a bit rapey. That was weird. <laughs> that was a weird show, that. It was weird. It was actually a very good show. It was well, it was good, it was well directed, especially for like a one act just straight through. But um, yeah, no, I like that. So um, anyway, after that, yeah, that was last week. Nothing happened this week. Yeah. Do you want to go first or will I go first? Um, you go first. Yeah, because mine isn't that extensive. Uh, everything's breaking around me. Everything I seem to touch is breaking. Uh, I don't know if it's some kind of new ability that I've developed, but um, my TV downstairs broke. What the one, the big one? Yeah, it just turned off, which is why the I spare one that was in here for a while. Oh, it's no longer in here. I just noticed that. Yeah, it's now downstairs. Do you know what? I'm going to... I have noticed that I am constantly pivoting my head like some kind of owl. <laughs> so I'm going to do that. Right, continue, sorry. And uh, so that broke. Um, a few other things have broke. My phone is gradually breaking. Oh, um, but no. <laughs> and my, most importantly, uh, my car is broke. Now this happened a week ago and I was just chilling in Rebecca's. The car was parked outside and for some reason the lights have just turned on. Uh, the hazard the, lights. Yeah, the hazard lights. Um, I am informed that my lights are on by Rebecca's mother. I go out to check it out. Mm-hmm. I can't turn them off. The battery is flat so I can't even turn the engine on. Mm-hmm. When I get a jump start, I'm able to turn the lights off but whenever I turn the engine off, the lights go back on. If anyone out there has a any has idea. any idea of what this could be, please somehow contact me. You can find me on Twitter or Facebook. Please, because I'm near desperate here. Um, I take it up to the garage. I'm informed that he doesn't even know what this is. <laughs> so he has to get an electrician in. Uh-huh. The electrician can't come till Wednesday. So I'm already like five days without a car at this point. Right. And I'm like, fuck. Wednesday comes, I get um get the phone call. It's like your car's ready. I'm like yes, but we're closing in half an hour, so you're best picking up tomorrow, which was yesterday. Right. So I was like fuck, but fine, okay, it's fine. I've got a car by tomorrow. I go up pick it yes pick it up yesterday. Mm-hmm. It turns on. Right. There's no lights on when I see it, so I'm like winning. Get my car. I'm happy to have my car back, so I just drive off. Right. 
after paying, of course. And then when I get into my street, now the garage is only five minutes away from here. So as I pull into my street, I realise my stereo never turned on. Right. Now, I know that's not important, but the electricians came in, fixed one electrical fault and unplugged another. That's not really payworthy. So that's kind of pissed me off. And then I looked down and then my speaker uh-huh. has been unplugged and is left on the floor of my car, which is a bit shit. So I phoned up uh, Jim, who's the guy of in the garage, and uh-huh. he's like, um, yeah, sure, bring it up uh, tomorrow, which is today. Mm-hmm. So I go into my car this morning, or I go out to my car this morning to realise the flashing light thing is on again. Wow. And my battery's flat. So my car's just sitting outside and I give up on so it. So you paid money to go from one electrical fault to three electrical faults? Yes. Wow. I know that when you swap the battery around in your car, it messes up your stereo and you have to get your stereo code to restart it. So do you think they maybe changed your battery? Hmm. No, I don't think so. I was told it was an immobiliser issue. I was thinking Which that. I, I don't think, think it's they true. would change your battery. But yeah. just, I mean, yeah, but that's... Uh, they probably had to unplug a couple of things to reach into to change the electrics. I don't know, yeah. I'm not an engineer or a mechanic. No, but that's an interesting thing. I never thought of that. Hmm. Because I... Getting in, are you done with your week? Uh, that's I mean, pretty you've, much you've it. Up yeah, to today, what so else? You know what's gonna happen. I, to I, you saw, I saw a movie on Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah, Valentine's Day was last week. I hate that holiday, so that thing. I hate that day. Such a shit day. And I was ill. Yeah, you were I, ill for a while. I was so ill with that day, though. And like Rebecca's like, you didn't even get me a card. And I was like, I didn't even get out of my bed. Am I such a bad guy? No. For not getting a card no, when I'm unwell? A card? Like, I don't like getting I hate cards. I don't do cards, people. I don't do cards either. I don't do cards. And Rebecca, I know you're listening. Okay. If anyone listens to this point, text me or Ryan saying hashtag I don't do cards. Speaking of which, by the way, Kieran came up to me yesterday and he goes, by the way, Ryan, water is not wet. Eyo, Kieran. Wait, wait, wait. (laughs) But I went, what? And he's like, water isn't wet. And I'm like, Okay. <laughs> you, d- you didn't think about it. And then he just starts talking about it. He's like, yeah, I was listening to it the other day. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I just, I thought it was, it was good. It was good. Um, any, what are you, are you doing more? Or? And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and then I, I clicked. I was like, oh, you're talking about the podcast. Oh, quality. Um, Kieran, funnily enough, the point is to text us. You have both our numbers or you have us both on Facebook. Mail us it. Okay, that's funnily, the point. Funnily enough. However, we appreciate it. Because I listened to these episodes um, yeah. over the week. Uh, uh, in that episode, there are two uh, shout-outs. One is what is not wet, and that's just because and there's, but there's nuts and bolts to win the pencil. The pencil, and no one's given us that yet. <laughs> so if you're listening, the pencil is still up for grabs. Probably we'll throw it into this one, the hashtag we don't do cards. Yes, we don't do cards, hashtag it. If you send us a text in, or, or a message... <laughs> Or a comment or anything to Tranquil Entertainment or our individual selves that yeah. say, hashtag we don't do cards, you'll win this pencil. Reminder. Now trust, uh, this is an incredible this pencil. is an, an, an intuitive piece of hardware. It's a pencil. It is branded, but we can't tell you where. No, no. It's a small pencil. It's part of the surprise. But it's double-leaded. <laughs> it's got a blue and a red lead in it. So when so. you're writing things down, you do a swift kind of S or something like that, it's multicoloured. Yeah. If that isn't cool, I don't know what is. Anyway, um, so yeah, thanks for the listening, Kieran. Yeah, uh, we appreciate that. Um, so, and to answer your question, Kieran, yes, we are doing more. 
podcast. Yes. Uh, we're doing one right now. We're trying to be... So we are. Holy shit. How good is, how good is that? <laughs> so, um, yeah. We're so, trying to be more consistent, but it's hard. Yeah, it's just because... Because we both have jobs, it's just difficult well, to... Well, <laughs> Speaking of jobs, Speaking Ryan, of how's job, your week been? Right, um, I'm trying to... Let me just get out my things. Right, so last week... Uh, last week, one of the managers comes up to me and says, I'm looking for people to do night shift in Monison's five days a week for three weeks. That's £400 a week, right? Yeah. Considering that I'm going to Florida soon... Need and I that. need as much money as possible. I'm yeah. like, sound, I'll do it, right? Yeah. Straight up. Um, and then there was a bit of confusion because I totally, totally forgot that we were doing rehearsals all this week for Hamlet. Yeah, so so I went back up and I was like, I can't do this week, but I could do the, the last two weeks. And he's like, I would ideally need you to do all three weeks. And I'm like, Pfft. So I went away. But then I came back and said, is it night shift that you want me to do? And he's like, yeah, yeah. it'll be 10 o'clock at night till 7 in the morning. And I'm like, well, that's fine. I can actually do it then because we're not yeah, really doing, it. doing anything at seven in the morning. It yeah. starts like later on. And he's like, right, leave it with me. So I'm like, right, cool. So I come in on Sunday to do night shift. No, I come in on Saturday to work in the cafe before I go into night shift. And yeah. my manager and there, and there is like, you're doing two nights. And I'm like, what? And he's like, you're only doing Sunday and Monday. And I'm like, eh, t- fuck off. <laughs> so... Big mass confusion. I spent about three hours trying to just get this guy's number right. and text him, and he's like, "I'm like, apparently I'm only doing two weeks." He's like, "Yeah, because you said you you were busy this week," and I'm like, "No, I said <laughs> that I was busy, and then I retracted and said, you know, yeah. it's fine for me to do." And he's like, "Yeah, but I'd I'd already kind of sorted out," and I'm like, "How? There was a fifteen minute window, and you were busy. You didn't <clears> move. <throat> what the fuck?" Anyway, it doesn't matter, right? I'm doing all five days. I don't really care what you say. Yeah. I'm coming in. Um, so I do Monday, Tuesday. Okay, fair. Um, yeah. While I'm at work, I am... Um, my phone broke, also. Right. <laughs> See, look at the top of it there. See? Yeah. It's all smashed. I mean, you need a better case than that. I need See, a, I've I never actually smashed my screen. Oh, I don't absolutely smashed. I've had my phone three years now and it's never smashed. The, uh, the lock button on it doesn't work either. You've had that issue for a while. Yes. Get it fixed. With what money, Jack? With what money? With four hundred pound a week. Well, I'm about to get there. <laughs> so I come in on the Tuesday night. Yeah. Thinking I don't know what's happening, and the duty manager says to me, uh, "He said I was to come in on Tuesday and we'll talk about it." Right. Okay. Yeah. So I'm like. He's probably going to give me something because why would he want me to come in? Yeah. He could just text me saying, don't come in, you know? So I come in and he says, you're on grocery, which meant, because at the night shift, it's code check, right? So we yeah. have to check all the dates mm-hmm. and make sure nothing's out of date. Fun. Uh, well, it's not fun. <laughs> it's boring. But I don't care. Right? So I'm doing it. And then he's like, you, you, you're going to grocery, crisps and cereal. So I need to put all the crisps out and dressed aisle and all that shit. Um, which kind of sucks because like, I don't have gloves, so the cardboard constantly just rips my hands to shreds. Yeah, yeah. I had one of those actually once when I was in work. I was opening a like a yeah. uh, a box of beer, and it literally slipped. My, I've still got a scar from it. It slipped my finger open. Uh-huh. I had to like bandage it. I like honestly, there are a few products just on the shop floor that are just covered in blood. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nasty man. I mean, like, not like contaminated wise. They're all boxed up. Right. Yeah. You don't have any like AIDS or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. Cool. Just checking. Um. <laughs> anyway, coming on the Wednesday, and I'm thinking I'm just gonna go back to code check. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care at this point. I really don't. And um. Well, actually, I care at this point, but I'm about to not care. Right. I'm speaking to one of the women that we were doing code check <laughs> with. I'm like, how are you getting on? She says, not bad, but I think it's going to be a bit of an issue because now that we're a day short. And I'm like, what do you mean? And she's like, well, we're not to come in tomorrow. Apparently, it's been cut. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so I got to the night manager and he's like, yeah, George got an email from the manager saying that um, the system's changed. I'm like, okay, so I went up to George, who's the guy that we're doing code shit with, and I'm like, are we supposed to spend tomorrow? He's like, no. I'm like, well, wh- thanks for fucking telling me, man. So At this point, I am about to explode, right? I am about to just... But why? ...sue the company. I don't know, right? But apparently, the, the manager had about 100 hours to use up, and then the head office... He used them all? They, yeah? He used them all? No, no, he's not used them all. He, he's changed the... They've changed the, the system or something like that. So now... They're getting less hours, but we still need to code check. So now the store manager's back on Monday, and he's going to decide if they're going to use the store budget to finance it, which they're not because they're constantly cutting hours anyway. So they're probably not going to get the code check done, which means there's going to be a bunch of stuff on the shop floor that's out of date. So if you go there or find something that's out of date, fucking shut them down. I'm sick of Morrison's. I'm getting a new job. I honestly, I hate so it. I'm, I'm, I'm what's then, actually happening there? Are, are, nothing, are nothing they getting budget cuts then? Everything. They're all, they're so are they like falling apart? They're falling apart. They're <laughs> okay. falling apart. Right. It's not like that's how, just then. It's not how see how Tesco and um, Sainsbury's and that they had strategically cut a couple of like manager yeah. shifts and things like that. Yeah. It's not like that. They are fucking falling apart. Right. right. That's why. That's why your pal Graham put in his fucking notice and all the people he, he knew. Believe, he all the believe. people in my work, they're all putting in the, their notice and things like that. That's why I'm doing it. Wow, Fuck Morrison's. Wow. I know that I said at the beginning that this program will contain strong language. I also want to say that in the future we want to kind of make it a little more family friendly. Do we though? A teeny wee bit. Do we? But not this episode. Yeah, sure. Uh, so, but okay. In, in work. So that was your. Oh, you're not finished. I'm definitely not finished yet. <laughs> in work, right? I am. Um, I'm sitting there, you know, and I'm thinking. Wow, I am losing my mind. So, I, on my phone, I'm listening to music, and I'm like, this isn't doing it for me. So I stuck the podcast on, and I was listening to it. And um, as we're doing this, I'm doing that artist thing, that critical thing where you make something, yeah. and then your mind your mind just constantly goes, this is shit. <laughs> but I'm listening to it, and I'm like, do you know, this isn't that bad. Mm-hmm. Generally, especially considering that this is the first time that we've done this and we're still seriously unprepared what well, the fuck about that yeah, I don't know right um, <laughs> I think this is quite good something I think is quite funny as well so I'm just <laughs> I'm in the aisle silent he had headphones in working away and then you know maybe there's maybe somebody else on the other side working some other kind of stock but just out of nowhere I'll just go <laughs> Right. <laughs> just to myself. Okay, that's a sign like, of insanity, but like, sure. Well, no, I'm not laughing to myself. I'm listening to the podcast. Oh, right. That's okay, what I'm right. But people around me think I've like, caught up. Right. right. Okay. 
but yeah, I'm sick of Morrison's. I hate it, honestly. I feel you. I feel I want you. a new job. So, um, it's not worth it. If you work there, don't. <laughs> you my, my you car, still my, work there for my now. My car is also broke. Yes, yeah. Um, the battery's just dead. I need to buy a new battery. 70 quid that costs. I'm going to sell it and get a bike. Ah, can I? There's no electrical faults in bikes. Why can't you? You mean a motorbike? No, a bike. A bicycle. A bicycle. Because it's I, not as fast. Do you want me to but cycle that, from Glasgow to Falkirk, eh? It's possible. It's actually not that difficult either. I it, know it's possible. It might take you like an extra 45 minutes, but you could do it in about an hour. <laughs> an hour and a bit, yes you could. Cycling, yes you could. Right. Speak. In fact, I'll speak and then I'm going to map it just to prove my point, right? Okay. But my car's broke, I need a new battery. Mm-hmm. I'm sick of my car as well, I want to get a new one. Yeah. I have an old Renault Megane, so I think if I need any spare parts, I'm just going to take the shit bits from that. Because I still got that one. I might set my car on fire. (laughs) (laughs) Something else happened this week, but I can't Oh, yeah, see when I'm doing night shift, by the way, I finish at seven in the morning. I finish at half six, actually. Yeah. Um, I then have rehearsals ten o'clock till four o'clock for Hamlet this week. Right, yeah. So that's how my week's went. Uh, Okay, yeah. Also considering the fact that I'm meant to be I'm originally from the cafe. All the shifts will be swapped around. Yeah. So I'll probably not be able to get shifts next week for that, maybe. Yeah. Honestly, I'm sick of it. This is the deep chat. I'm honestly, and welcome I might to quit. our weekly struggles. I might just flat out quit and just commit to this. Do it. I genuinely Because we'd actually, we'll probably get shit done now. I genuinely just might because... I'll probably get fucking paid more than I want uh, at Morrison's. Because I don't need to quit because I'm a zero hour contract, so okay. I can just take less shifts. Let's do that. Probably will. I'm Hashtag gonna, track I'll need to figure it out. But, Hashtag um, big things. My car's broke as big well. Big things. I've also spent all my Listen money... Listen to you, Ryan, in the future. Listening. Disgusting. Hashtag big things. Hashtag big things. Do it. Quit your job. No. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, is that you done for your weekly updates um, I think so it might be two hours but you could do it in a couple hours I'm sure uh, so we've seen you and I both seen separate movies this week and we both saw uh, Marvel's most recent endeavour it's uh, an hour and 53 minutes I said maybe two hours come on that it's was still pre- a long ass time not on your bike that's You're, even longer you than You take in the scenery, you have your earphones... No, you can't have earphones in, can you? I don't think so. No. But even still, you're on your bike, you take in the scenery, you just enjoy yourself. For four hours. You have day. the wind blowing in your helmet. That sounds quality. I might do that. Alright, well you do it then. I'm going to get a bike and cycle to Falkirk every day. <laughs> it actually takes... You're never on Falkirk anyway. That's because my car doesn't have a fucking battery jack. <laughs> Uh, go back to Falkirk though I need a Playstation session so do I <laughs> so um so Ryan how's your sex life it'll take you 2 hours and 42 minutes run about I'll do that anyway we have a triple film review in stock for you in this here podcast one is a full in-depth spoiler review there will be spoilers for the film Black Panther and the uh, other two the films channel. will be non-spoiler reviews of two they'll be very brief they'll be brief yeah they'll be non-spoiler so we can't get too far in them the reason that they are both non-spoiler is because each of us has only seen one of these films yeah you haven't seen my film 
Not my film, I didn't make it. <laughs> uh, yeah, the three billboards. Yeah, I saw three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri, and you saw... Uh, Shape of War. By Guillermo de Toro. Mm-hmm. I can't remember who makes this better. I don't remember anything. Uh, do you want to go first, or shall yeah, I? Yeah, sure, sure. Make it brief. Make it brief. Uh, three, but non-spoiler review, right. Um, first of all... Is it good? It is. <laughs> it is very good. But you need to... Sort do you want to do it as like a Q&A? Do you want me to ask you questions about it? You can ask me questions throughout, but I'm just going to kind of go through it okay, anyway. Okay, right. Um, it is good. Uh, you need to commit to the kind of... This is not a happy film. <laughs> you need to kind of... Is go it and, not? No, not even slightly. Because I've not seen any advertisement for it apart from billboards. No, it's a very like emotionally kind of right. challenging and upsetting film. Right. Um, the whole premise it's built off, right off the bat, bad emotional thing. And then you've got the kind of consequences and the ongoing kind of right. things that happen in the film. But you kind of just need to be like... <laughs> does it feature three billboards? It does. It specifically... Features three billboards. <laughs> right, okay. I can tell you what the three billboards say if you like. Go for it. Uh, the first one says... Spoilers. Raped while dying. What? Raped while dying. Okay. That's a... Bear in mind, this podcast will contain topics of an adult nature. That's a graphic billboard. Uh-huh. It just says it. It doesn't I know, feature but images, man. I know, but even just say... Like reading that, mm-hmm. if you're just driving home from work one night and it just says That's raped idea. while that. The idea is that you're driving home and you just see this billboard and it says raped while dying. And then the second one says, and still no arrests. And then the third one says, how come Chief Willoughby, who's the chief of police, from the women, um, the billboards are in reference to the death of yeah. her daughter. Uh, mm-hmm. The woman uh, puts up the three billboards and then. Kind of things happen from from yeah. her doing that. The kind of story unfolds. Um, it is a very it is dark and sounds interesting. Though. It is really interesting. It's really good to watch. I'm interested. Um, I was totally gripped and enthralled the entire yeah. time. You're How long edge. is it? Not too long. Mm. A decent film length. You're on edge because obviously she puts her billboards up. Some people support her. Yeah. But a lot of people don't. Yeah, so obviously. You, you go through the whole film feeling that she is at risk. Right. And you're you're intense, you're you're on the edge with her. I see. Which is quite cool. Um in terms of the acting, everyone in it was Good. Spot on. Woody Harrelson is in is it. Is Woody Harrelson in it? He's the chief of police. I don't know. Woody Harrelson like is just kinda of Woody Harrelson. I like Woody Harrelson though. I don't not like Woody Harrelson. Yeah. I do like him. But he doesn't really do much. You know, it's just Woody Harrelson. Yeah. But Sam Rockwell's in it, and he actually he received an Oscar nomination for his role. Yeah. As um, the character Jason Dixon. Right. Um, who, he's a he's a cop. Yeah. And um, I think he's got. Uh, I think he's got some kind of like learning difficulty or something like that. Yeah. Um, or something, or he's just an idiot. Right. Um. I wasn't really sure what it was, but it's probably just me being an idiot. But there is there is something going on there, and um, his character is like really not cool, but really well done. Yeah, Sam Rockwell does a really good performance. Mm. Everyone does. Right. In the film. No, sounds good. Sounds um, interesting. It's definitely worth a watch. Three billboards. I would say if you've got a spare, however long the film is, go and see it. I definitely will. Uh, yeah, no, I'm intrigued. I'll probably give it a an eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. 
Seven and a half out of ten. Seven and a half out of ten. What's a ten? Just so we have a scale. Like, what is... In terms of film? Yeah. Like, what would a film I be consider a ten? Yeah. For you. I don't think there's any film I would ever consider a ten. If you want to just pick me, a, a, like, a film... If we're talking about either... When we're talking about a ten out of ten, are we talking about what I want you to see, or just what fills, like, as a rating system? If you know what I mean. Well, and I'm just... Right, Meaning, pick, in the sense really of films. you saying that the three billboards is a seven and a half out of ten, actually what are you it's comparing? An eight, it's an eight out of ten, actually. Right, so you're giving that an eight out of ten. Yeah. In comparison to what? Like, yeah. what would be the top of the scale? I wasn't really going for a comparison. I was just going for, like, a just a scale on its own. Okay. Not cool. a comparative scale, we'll, we'll just, just a scale. Right, okay, we'll go with it. But if I had to pick a ten out of ten film... I would probably pick the. Like, I'm not gonna. Th- th- these aren't definite answers. Yeah. I would probably pick films like The Martian. I like The Martian. Apart Martian is a good film. Iron Man's it. I like that bit. <laughs> I mean, I like it. But I, it I thought I added a bit of humor. I added humanity to this film. I do. I, I don't dislike it. I'd have to really watch watch it again. It's good. So I do think now. if you kind of get into the main the mainframe where you're like, yeah. you know. What's Hidden Mad, Figures for you? Oh, Hidden Figures is probably a 10 out of 10 as well. Yeah. I'd probably say, if you want to go for Marvel films here, superhero films, probably the Justice League, I'm only kidding, probably Civil War. Civil War, should, it's definitely up there. Uh, Maybe not a 10, but it's there. Oh, it could be. It could it be could a 10 be. for I'd me. I'd have to really think about uh, it. I'm going to rewatch that soon. So I, um, on Valentine's Day, went out with uh, a person I I went yeah I went out um, for food and then we went to the cinema to see The Shape of Water Mm -hmm. now Ryan I'm going to ask you a question right what is The Shape of Water Um, probably phallic kind of penis shaped (laughs) Um, am I wrong or am I close or am I you're not any because we're never given an answer, really. Really? Yeah. So the film is shit. The, this film is weird, man. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Um, I don't... Right, so see, have you seen the trailer for it? Um, yeah, from the trailer I can kind of decipher that there's like a fish man. Yeah. And he's a kind of uh, prisoner almost. Yeah, well, it's, set, it's set during like the Cold War pe- uh, period and like... They've found this creature, which I think, it wouldn't surprise me if they turned around and were like, this is us trying to introduce this to the Dark Universe, and this is the creature of the Black Lagoon. I'm I'm probably overthinking it, like, massively, uh-huh. but it wouldn't totally surprise me. I mean, you are, because they cancelled the Dark Universe. Have they officially? Yes. It's done. <laughs> I'm sure it is. I may be wrong. Anyway. I'm sure they recently announced more casting on that. No, I'm sure they cancelled it. They might have rebooted it, actually. It, the creature is very similar to it in terms of appearance. Well, yeah, it's and vis- apparently it's as close to the creature from the Black Lagoon as Guillermo del Toro could get without getting sued. Without saying it? Well, uh-huh. there you go, I didn't without, know that. Without getting copyright, because he's obsessed with that kind of concept, did you know it? No, I didn't know that. Uh, apparently, Guillermo del Toro is obsessed with the... Well, it makes sense, because it's quite similar in... Hellboy as well. It's the same actor. Is it? It's just, I'm sure it's the same actor. Well, there you go. These these are all things that are new to me. Uh-huh. Uh, this movie's 
I understand why it's got nods for Oscars and stuff. However, the movie itself is actually pretty shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> Without giving anything away. Um, can I, I give away one thing? Is it massive? Uh, not really. I mean, you kind of see it coming from from a mile off. You could see it coming from the trailer, oh, but you uh, wouldn't actually expect to see it. Creature actually like fall in love. They have sex. <laughs> not on, but like not. You don't see them having sex, but like. She's in a room, and you see like there's pure like she's kind of up for it, and then she just goes into the bathroom where she's keeping the creature and takes off her clothes and just like, and he stands up looking like a fish, <laughs> and she just walks over and then they fuck, and then she but that the woman's the the woman's a mute, she doesn't talk, uh-huh. so she does she communicates through sign language and from. I like that perspective. Of, I'll give it that. This movie was really good in the sense of the reason why she falls in love with it is totally understandable mm-hmm. because everyone around her, because she's a mute, everyone around her are able to communicate, but she communicates differently mm-hmm. and she's finally found something mm-hmm. that is the same in the sense of it communicates differently. She's able to communicate with this thing because it can't speak English type mm-hmm. thing. So from that perspective when things like that happen and she decides that she has actually fallen for it, you you kind of understand it and you kind of relate to it and be like, well, that's nice. She's actually found someone that she can associate herself with. Mm-hmm. But certain things in this film is just like, Guillermo del Toro must have just like been sitting high as fuck <laughs> and was like, she's going to fuck a fish. <laughs> like, I, I was just like what and it also was really not what I see just from like the opening two scenes uh-huh. not what I expected really? like full frontal nudity and masturbation going on wow and I was like whoa I, I didn't <laughs> expect any of that I expected a wee romance movie about a woman and a fish but... I wouldn't expect a fish man to have human reproductive organ well you don't see him masturbating that's worse that's you, you see her that's this is in the opening two scenes so she's already in love with it no no this is before she meets the fish what so she's just doing it yeah she's just doing it but <laughs> it's it just it's an introduction to the character like you just meet her she goes into her bathroom well it all kind of falls into place because she does it in her bath Whatever, and it's part of our like whatever, routine. Let's just move on and black man. For fuck's sake! It's an intro. I, I recommend 10. seeing it though. Out of ten, <laughs> four. four, four, four. It's not a good film. Four out of ten. It's a weird film. If I mean, certain elements of it you do enjoy watching because you're just like, well, like what? Woman masturbating for no reason. And, <laughs> no, and not like not for that. Just because visually, it's a very good film. It's very um. There's reference. I noticed the fact that his skin lights up at certain points, mm-hmm. and I reckon he's done that in for the relationship for her and him because her apartment is located on top of a theater, mm-hmm. and the floorboards sometimes leak through lights from the theater, mm-hmm. 
and the lights are very reminiscent of his skin when he glows type thing. And I think there's just wee visual callbacks, things like that, that I think, okay, that's interesting. That, that signifies why she's falling in love with uh-huh. this. So, yeah, but uh, in other aspects, shit. Michael Shannon's good, isn't it? Michael Sh- oh, I forgot Michael Shannon was in it. He's good, him. He is good. Uh, he was. Uh, he has a full-on fucking scene as well. Wow. Not wow. not with a fu- not with a fish though. What, just himself as well. No, with his wife. Oh great! Why did it, I don't see the point in just random? Uh, that that was a really random one though. Yeah. Like I- it's his wife, and she just comes in, and he's like, "I'm gonna get myself a new car," and she's like, "You want a Cadillac?" and just whips out her boob. And I was like, there's a boob. I don't get it. I've never understood random yeah, sex, sex scenes, scenes in film. I've understood if it's trying to set up no, a relationship. No. Yeah, exactly. Or if some a, a one character is betraying another character yeah. or something like that. But Michael, like, that's pretty much the only scene you see his wife in it. And it's, it, there's no, there's one reason for it. And it could have been done totally differently. Basically, it's finger starts to bleed because the fish man bites it off earlier on in the film and he gets it sewed back on and his wife while they're panning is like uh baby your finger's bleeding and he just keeps going and i mean that's not that important to the film he just keeps going it's to prove that he's not a very nice person uh-huh. but it's just nah it's a shite film what, uh, what Black Panther. Yeah. Um, Marvel, baby. Right. First of all, Black Panther has unexpectedly succeeded the last in box office openings and smashes. And things it's like the that. fifth highest opening weekend of all time, I'm sure. Uh-huh. It's really high. It's fifth and it's um, it's good. It's good. Kevin Feige has said that it is Marvel's best film. It's not, but it's this good. This film, it's good, and I, good. I, I respect everything that it stands for. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Which is definitely one of the key elements for why it's so successful. Mm-hmm. Is it's combated certain issues that movies have touched very delicately around, in such a way they've done it delicately as well. They've uh-huh. not just uh-huh. upfront been like. Because race is still an issue in today's world. It's just of the shite world that we live in. But I feel like I know that Killmonger did have a big. His whole motive was about that. Yeah. Um, which I think is a really cool way of like, you know, some people they're into the heroes, but they're into the the enemy, the the villains as well. He's one of the best villains they've had. He is one of the best villains. Um, so is I'm gutted that he was a one film villain so was Ulysses Claw he was quality um, in this, this film and the circus oh yeah uh, this will contain spoilers oh yeah yeah segment. yeah. let's just go out from the top and just say spoilers the movie's good the like movie no good. spoilers the movie's good it combats certain issues uh, about yeah, race, race and, and discrimination yeah. and things like that that uh, it combats those it's, it's an excellent film it's grossed very highly yeah, spoilers. Um, I think the best way to a- approach um, topics like like these, when yeah. you're pandering to specific demographics that um, have in the past felt oppression. Yes. I think the way the best way to approach it is subtly. 
Yes. Yeah, and they definitely did do it subtly. I mean, it's. I feel like we have never really been in the situation no, of we, of what this is. Yeah. So we're never fully going to understand the depth of how it actually feels to be black in today's world. No. And, and especially over the last oh, for lifetimes, like it's always been an issue. Uh-huh. The movie does. It does really help that y- you see. There's characters in this film that just, like, Killmonger himself, like, his whole motive is to help black people uh-huh. out there with the technologies that Wakanda has. Uh-huh. It's just a very good film. I really liked it. What's really cool is that at the end, his kind of vision does, in a way, become apparent. Yeah. Because he shares that similar... Uh, viewpoint with uh, yes. Shuri yeah. um, who also thinks that not necessarily just well, she thinks that Wakanda should open itself out to the world and yeah. help people because they have the technology Yeah. whereas Killmonger thinks that and it's said earlier on in the film by um, I don't know his name but the guy from Get Out uh, Daniel Kalulu yeah. uh, he, he says earlier on in it that the world is catching up Wakabi right I've got it up here yeah uh, he says that the world is catching up, uh-huh. and that's obviously referring to Stark. Yeah. So it's still got the for Marvel fans, it's still got the references to the outer world, um, and uh, Martin Freeman returned on it as well. Yep, Everett Ross. He, isn't he related to General Ross? Is he? he? I was thinking that as well. But I, I, there's no confirmation on anything like that. I liked Martin Freeman in it because um, I felt the whole time that he was going to turn out to be a bad guy. And Did up, you? Uh, the whole time I was waiting for him to be like, I was waiting for him to have like stole some kind of like teeny wee bit of Wakandan mm. technology. But he didn't. Yeah. I also really liked Andy Serkis' Ulysses Claw. He was my favourite character in this film. He is really cool. Andy Serkis is obviously widely renowned for his motion capture roles. Yeah, which he does expertly. But he's quality. See, no, he yeah. Does normal stuff. He's really good. I like, dropped two things now. The great thing about that character was, not all villains need a motive. No. Like, see, just see if you go back through like great films of all time. See, The Shining uh-huh. with uh, Jack Nicholson. Why that movie is so terrifying? Obviously, that's recognised as one of the scariest horror movies of all time. Why that's so terrifying is because it is just an insane man. Uh huh. And Andy Serkis totally brought that with Ulysses Claw. Uh-huh. He was just a madman he's that just, just enjoyed just a bad guy. being in a confrontation. Like that part in the with the car chase mm-hmm. and he gets in the car and he's like in his South African accent that I cannot do. Yeah, and he's okay. just like, Let's put on some music <laughs> and he puts on just he's music and it's like music. and I was like, he's just mental, but it's quite, uh, he was a great character. I was gutted the Killed them. So was I. I really liked them. I hope they somehow bring them back, but they won't. Nah, they won't. They won't bring um, them back. But no, yeah. The film... They could bring back Killmonger. They could. The film is is a big, giant uh, topic, topical discussion yeah, yeah. on race and things like that. Yeah, definitely. But the way that they do it is that it's uh, subtle. Yeah. It's more, I think... Instead of the film, in, in the film, directly, and I know, as I said, that Killmonger's whole thing is that they're trying to, he, that he's 
trying to support, you know, yeah. black people. What did you think of his inter- introduction? I liked it. Honestly, so I, I liked There was nothing I really didn't like about it. Oh, there was one thing I hated about it. What? And it's one of my worst things about the movie. What? And I think I know why it's in it. What? Shuri, like, in the opening, in her first introduction, uh-huh. she sees T'Challa and is like, what are those? Oh, Looking yeah. at his sandals. I hated that. That bit was pretty bad. Hated that. But I think that was to point out the fact that this movie is still set in 2016. Uh-huh. It is still set in 2016. Yeah, and it's I think that's why that's in there. I think it's just to kind of say this uh-huh. isn't set right before Infinity War. Uh-huh. So it's to prove that by the time Infinity War comes around, which is obviously May this year, yeah. it's actually been a couple of years past since then. Yeah. So T'Challa has done such and such. Uh-huh. I think something significant is going to happen between, between that two-year period, and that's why that was in there just to kind of signify that time had passed uh-huh. but I hated it <laughs> um, yeah no as I say um, but other than that the, the whole, movie was the great Wakanda the, the undertone kind of background of the film is that ra- racial um, racism is happening outside of Wakanda yeah um, especially in America which is Killmonger's whole thing yeah but it's not like Wakanda don't really I don't want to say that they don't really care but they don't really associate themselves with the outer world yeah instead of instead of the film being the Black Panther and Wakanda being like well we have to help these people it's more about just that we need to these are really cool characters these are all really cool really badass characters and they're all they're all black you know yeah whereas like you've got Superman um, who would be more relatable to just a kind of like a, a white person than a black person simply just because of the yeah. color of his skin? So it's better that um, Black Panther has various characters like this. Yeah. Um, and at the end, mainly, instead of at the end, Wakanda going, well, we're going to help all of these young black people. Yeah. They're like that. We're going to help everybody. Mm-hmm. And it kind of really sends a message that. Um, Yes, you've got these groups of people who have felt oppression in the past. Yeah. But we should be aiming to help everybody, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, and I think that was really cool. It was kind of like... Yeah, it was... Um, yeah, there was definitely a start, middle and end mm-hmm. for this film. Mm-hmm. Uh, the What did you think of uh, Chadwick Boseman? I thought he was good. I liked him. I thought he was brilliant. Uh, I forget but he's that. Like 40. No, I forget that he's American. Oh yeah, so did I. Something like because I was uh, obviously uh, I was watching um, the basketball last week and he was in the crowd and he was doing an interview at one point and he's he's talking American and I was like, I honestly always forget that he doesn't talk with an African accent. It's very I don't think I've strange. ever heard him speak with any American accent. He's like straight up, like. Just normal American. Yeah. Uh, like, have have you never seen him in anything else? No, but I know he's been. He never wanted to. He wanted to go into writing and directing. Did he? But um, I think it was his wife or his girlfriend yeah. or someone made the push for him to go into acting. Maybe, have you seen any other Ryan Coogler films? No. He. He's obviously good pal to Michael B. Jordan because uh-huh, he's, he's, he's done three major films and Michael B. Jordan is yeah. in all of them. Uh, 
watch Fruitville Station. Uh-huh. It is an incredible film. I watched it a couple of years back and I didn't actually know it was directed by Ryan Coogler. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's a brilliant film. Michael B. Jordan got ripped as fuck for this role. He did. See when he took his shirt, like even when he was in Creed, he was big, uh-huh. but he went up again uh-huh. since that. Um, what did you think of Mbaku? Is he the, the gorilla? gorilla? Yeah, I, I really liked him. I think he was cool. Yeah, especially the wee bit of comedy towards the end. Uh-huh. And he was like, was he barking while... They bark. Aye. They, they do a kind of bark. A war trek kind of thing. Aye. I like that while they were talking. It's, no, I liked him. He was good. Um, I, what really had me... What was really cool for me, obviously I've said in this before that I've always been influenced by hip-hop culture. And during the credits... You see, like, obviously you stay behind for a Marvel film's credits. Uh-huh. And I was watching the credits this time and it was, uh, you see the TDE and the Interscope label uh, uh-huh. for, because obviously they recorded the soundtrack. Yeah. But that was just really cool for me to see, like, because TDE are, like, a really, other than Kendrick uh-huh. and Schoolboy Q, uh-huh. there's some artists in there, and SZA as well, but there's some artists in there that, like, to have been in or associated with such a massive mainstream uh, movie. Uh-huh. That in itself is even combating the same race discrimination thing that the movie even set. Because uh-huh. you would never have associated like a label with that kind of massive movie uh-huh. type thing. So it was things like that that I just thought were really cool. Um, anything else to add? Um, well, what did you think of Shuri? I like Shuri. Uh, there's there's ru- not rumours, but people... There's fan speculation about her taking over Tony Stark and being Black uh, Ironheart. Because yeah, um, they revamped Iron Man. Yeah, to be Riri Williams. Yeah. But I can't see it. I, she's, she, I think she's intelligent. Because in the comics, she takes over the Black Panther role at one point. I can see how they would do it, but I think it would be better if they left her her own character. Yeah. I'd love to see her meet Tony Stark, uh, though. Even if she somehow mimicked Tony Stark. Yeah. Like, I'd love to see, like, Tony Stark fly in in his Iron Man suit and her uh-huh. just kind of laugh or something. Mm-hmm. Just look at it and be like, it's cute. Uh-huh. And him just, just Robert Downey Jr. looking at her like, what the fuck? <laughs> that would be, like, a funny interaction. What about Okoye? What do you think of Okoye, the general? the Dora Milaje. Oh, she was good. Michonne uh, from uh, Walking Yeah, that, that was another thing that uh, I, I went to see this with Rebecca and Rebecca even said that after it, it was really good to see a movie that was, that had, not only was a lot of the cast black, uh-huh. but the majority of the cast were female. Yeah. And empowering females at that. Akori is just one example uh-huh. and she, and Rebecca even said that after it, she was like, it was great to see a movie that didn't just combat the fact that there's empowering uh, black people in the world, but uh-huh. had empowering females in the majority of the cast. I did feel like watching the film that the Black Panther wouldn't have been anything without Shuri, Okoye, and Nakia. 
Yeah, I yeah. Without them, he wouldn't have really succeeded. Yeah, but he did survive like being thrown off a waterfall. Well, no, that actually <laughs> that proves my point because that was the one time where they weren't allowed to really intervene. It was a one on one, and he yeah. lost. <laughs> I know, but he didn't die. He didn't die. Yeah. Well, he almost died. Like because I was thanks to the gorilla. I, yeah, I which was, I thought was really cool that Mbaku was yeah. like that. He was like he had the perfect opportunity yeah. to. I was thinking the same thing. I was like. He doesn't really deserve to win this year. He doesn't really deserve to go on from here and be what they call the Black Panther. But because they've assisted him and they shouldn't. And I did wonder that myself. But then when I was thinking about it, I was like, technically he did survive that fall. Uh-huh. And everyone assumed that on impact, he would be dead. Uh-huh. So that alone would probably to them would make him worthy of uh-huh. it. I don't get why... Killmonger burned the flowers either, by the way, because I know that the the motive was that there'll be no kings after. Uh But see, when he gets challenged, they have to take away the power. Yeah. So he couldn't then gain it back. I think there's a reason for it. The reason is that so that other people can't take that power and. No, I think there's a further reason for it. I think the soul stones under those flowers. Hmm. That. It's interesting. Underneath I've, no, I've not heard that. Is this a theory or is this your theory? Uh, I've just been thinking about it. Look this up because this is... It, it, it this sounds is, like it probably should be a theory and it is probably the, is. We have a, a video for Tranquil Culture now. Right, yeah. A short one. But um, what did you think of Nakia played by Lupita Nyong? Han Solo! Um, <laughs> she, uh, she was good. Um, she didn't have a massive role in it. No, but I thought she was really good. She was good. Uh, she's a villain in the comics. Really? Yeah. Didn't know that. Didn't know that. I didn't know until after. Uh, but one of my favourite things that she's done is for publicity for the movie. Uh, on her Instagram, if you go on it, there's a... She freestyles with uh, the actress that plays Shuri. And it, like they're just freestyle rapping about Black Panther. Uh-huh. And it's, it's really cool. It's quite badass. Uh, I like things like that. I hope that... Um Oh my god! I hope that uh, <laughs> uh, Captain Marvel basically does what Black Panther has done for African Americans, but for for women, women yeah. because I just I don't think I mean obviously I can't really comment, but yeah, yeah. I think Wonder Woman fell short. Yeah, uh, well, obviously, most people love that film. Mm-hmm. We don't feel the same. No, I mean, so it probably hasn't fall, fallen short to a lot. However, I don't mean that if you're out there and you're really inspired by Wonder Woman, that yeah, um, you should, you shouldn't be. Yeah, <laughs> that's not what I mean. Speaking of, yeah, are we done with Black Panther then? What did you think of Bucky coming out in his best Jesus get up? I mean, yeah, but it didn't really do anything. He looked like Jesus. It was fine. Um, what was that? Well, he's he's not medicine? locked up. That's what we know. He's out. And about, oh yeah, yeah. Aye. You know? But he seems to be straightforward. Which kind of ruins it. Martin Freeman, you know, because he was like, "I'm the first white person to see Wakanda," kind of. Yeah, I suppose. Aye. But he's officially not. Well, officially, well, actually, officially, he's not because they never signed anything. Yeah. But uh, so, and the second and the first post credit scene where they confirm that the rest of the world know of Wakanda. Do you think that's why Tony Stark... I was expecting... See when um, the guy goes, what can Wakanda bring to the rest? What technologies can you bring? 
I thought he was going to go. Aye, that would be cool. <laughs> and everybody went, whoa, and he stood up and he would have clapped or something like that. That would be cool. And he just smiled, and I was a wee bit like, oh, that would have been cool, but it was still cool. Yeah. Um, what I... I'm assuming the reason for that post credit scene to be in there, like, because we all knew from the end of the movie that mm-hmm. they were going to reveal themselves to the rest of the world. Uh-huh. I think putting that in there is just to... I think it's going to really... Tony Stark is going to take that technology, uh-huh. the whole thing of it forming around him, yeah. because you see it in the trailer, it's his nanotech, uh-huh. the bleeding edge armour. Uh-huh. So I'm assuming that's in there just to... There's going to be a massive... Uh, there's going to be technology kind of, shift yeah there's going to be a shift here in Infinity War I think it really sets up Wakanda to be the kind of centre point for Infinity War yes uh, aye the Soul Stone's definitely if it's not under there then it's in I reckon it's landed on Earth along with the meteor that what, they refer to what about Adam Warlock he won't have it yet right it comes down to three things right he's not going I don't think I don't think he's going to be in it Infinity War me I, and I don't think he'll be in Avengers 4 either me neither I think he was just going to be Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 no I don't even think it's that I think they're setting up the next phase aye that's what I mean no but not the next phase of just Guardians films like the next thing no I mean I think Adam Warlock's going to be the bad guy in Volume 3 oh yeah he's the bad guy in it I think he's the bad guy and then they'll change him over right. and he become one of the Guardians. That's what I think. Maybe. But it's, it's kind of a waste of the character, isn't it? Well, he doesn't die that way and he stays in the... Yeah. I don't think it's bad. But anyway, Black Panther, out of ten. It's not the best Marvel movie. Kevin Feige has said it is, but I also don't think It's it not. Is. I think Kevin Feige's riding the hype train for to say that. Uh-huh. It's not better than... In terms of a cinematic perspective, it's not better than Civil War. Right. (laughs) It's not better than Avengers. The first Avengers. You think it's better than the first Avengers? It's not better than the first Avengers. Okay. Do you? I think it is. I think it's third best. Behind? Winter Soldier and Civil War. No, I disagree. Where were you going to put it? For me, I, I love this film. It doesn't quite crack the top five Marvel films yet. I'm going to put it at three just now. I might move it to four. It's. I'm going to give Black Panther an 8.5 out of 10. I'd agree with that, yeah. An 8.5 yeah. sounds good. But I, for me, it's not quite cracking the top five because I need to look at it in the perspective of after like a, a year or two and say I've seen it a few more times mm-hmm. like is it better than Thor Ragnarok? Oh yeah. I'd agree. Not most people would. Most people are idiots. Most people are idiots. <laughs> is it better than the first Iron Man? Um, yes. No. It's oh, not. Yes. It's guess. not. Not with the, if Iron, if that first Iron Man movie had never been made this wouldn't have been made. Yeah but that you're only considering that. That is enough. That if if you take every movie for what it is, that Iron Man movie should be like top three. I mean, Iron Man is definitely the first standalone. It not not standalone. The first introductory standalone film for the MCU. The MCU. Yeah. Like, 
I think the Captain America First Avenger is really good. It's know. not. It's better than that. It's better than both the First Avenger. Uh, Black Panther's better than Thor. And Thor: The Dark World. I'd even say it's better than Ragnarok. It is better than Ragnarok. But Ragnarok is good. Uh-huh. And I need to rewatch that actually. I've got it on Amazon Prime. Now. Oh, I think we should do a full marathon before Infinity War. Of all of it. All of it. I think we should take. How long is it now? Like three, three days. I th- I think it's three days of watching. I don't care. I'm up for it. I'm game. I'm game. Like, we'll do it. Um, yeah, we'll definitely do it. What do you... I just... Nah. It's... I think it's about seventh. Right, fair I, I need to go through them all. Yeah, we need to really definitively go through yeah. them all. We'll probably do that. In a I mean, like, if you compare it up next to, like, the other standalone films, like, so, we've had Black Panther, we've had Ant-Man, we've had Doctor Strange. It's the best of all those ones. Yeah. But in terms of, like, trilogy-wise, yeah. it's not better than Winter Soldier or Civil War. All right. Those movies are excellent. I wouldn't say it's better than the first Iron Man. I say, I'm... Mine, it's at third for me just now. I wouldn't say it's better than the first Guardians. Actually, yeah. Uh, no, it's fourth. <laughs> Guardians I w- And I wouldn't say it's better than the Avengers. The first Avengers? Yeah. I would. I'd say it's better well, I mean, I, w- I watched that the other night. Avengers is good because it's really the first time in this generation that we're introduced to kind of like an ensemble, an ensemble. thing. It still lives up. I've seen that movie countless times now, and I watched that again last week for the first time in a couple of years actually. And see that bit, that iconic shot where it's spinning round, and you hear the you hear the music, and you just see them all kind of standing in a circle. That forever is. That is one of the best cinematic shots, shots ever. <laughs> yeah, and it is quality and that alone gives gets bonus points for me fair enough i'm i'm still saying black panther's better than avengers but that's only often a win we would have to really sit down and yeah uh, let us know in the comment section if you agree or disagree or what you think how you think blank pa- black panther sits blank panther <laughs> how you think uh, black panther sits in the list of and, sh- and, and shuri said what are those what are those? Uh, when she, she said that, funny. she lose the movie loses points. Um, yeah, that's and I can't lie. When she said that, I, that something inside me it actually caused some physical pain, because we've expressed how we feel about these movies trying to be too funny uh-huh. at certain points, and that happened really early on in the film. I think, and when it first happened, I thought, oh no, they've done it again. I think it's all right when you've got a character who's funny, but when the film isn't funny, yeah. Like, it's alright fitting in a couple of, like, jokes and things like that because yeah. it's human nature. Yeah, naturally, but... But I just think Thor took it too far. Yeah. Um, I'd agree. Um, but, but, like, see how, like, in Justice League, I, The Flash... Was, yeah, that film was shit. The film was shit, right? But I think the way that they done how The Flash was the funny yeah, character... Yeah, because he's naturally a funny character. Good. And most of his jokes weren't even jokes. They were just him it's being part awkward. Of his yeah, he yeah. was just an awkward guy. Yeah. Uh, so in that sense, that movie worked. But yeah. in other senses, that movie was garbage. Mm. That movie um, didn't work. But in the sense of that they made The Flash the funny guy and, like, you had Aquaman kind of bounce off of that. Yeah. And that, yeah, was, yeah. that was how humour came out of that. Yeah. That's how that worked. What are those? So we know that Warner Brothers uh, can do little teeny, teeny little bits, right? Joss Whedon. Slash Joss Whedon, slash Zack Snyder. Slash whoever the fuck else watched that. Why is everyone wanting a Zack Snyder cut of this film, of that film? Um, Because they believe 
that, that he is, different. is a visionary and that he... The script is still going to be the same. I mean... I, or at least most of it is. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. I mean, I say, I say sarcastically because he, they believe he's a visionary. The Watchmen film that he made is a good film. I have a bit of <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, I didn't. Like um, uh, I, I give up on all of them. I'm not going to see another DC movie. I probably will, but only for the sake of reviewing it in the podcast. No, I'm not going to see them. Um, so I can't wait for Suicide there's Squad. Some, too. Yeah, Joss Whedon has left the Batgirl movie. Honestly, I'm, I'm, I didn't you have no idea. remember, I, I must have, I'm sure I read it somewhere, but I forgot they were even making a Batgirl movie. Yeah, he was going to make a, a Gotham City Sirens movie, I'm sure. That's what they were going by. And I think Harley and all that were going to be in it. Uh-huh. But now he's not on it. And I think, so, which to me would only mean that they're not going to make the movie anymore because I'm I pretty mean, sure the movie came about by him saying, I want to make this movie. I don't think... I think they should get a female director to make Gotham City Sirens if they're going to make it. I think they should bother. They shouldn't bother at all. <laughs> they film. shouldn't bother with this um, expanded universe. The same way that they had... What, uh, uh, thing before Wonder Woman. What's uh-huh. her name? <laughs> can't remember. She's signed on for the second one, hasn't she? Yeah. Yeah, because I can't remember. As much name. as we were saying that Wonder Woman wasn't... We didn't really like it. It was a good film. Yeah. Well... It's probably Warner Brothers, the DC's best film. Oh, in terms of yeah, yeah, and expanded universe, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not saying much. Um. So yeah. Uh, Patty Jenkins. Yeah, that's the one. I so, think they should get. They should get. Well, maybe not. It doesn't necessarily need to be a woman that does it, but they need yeah. that insight if they're doing Gotham City Sirens. I think. So, uh, I heard another theory about the Black Panther movie that I just remembered there, hence uh-huh. why I'm late to inform you all, yeah. uh, that the reason why Wakanda is actually going to fight for, and it's a wee bit more proof of why the the Soul Stone is in Wakanda, is the fact that they're able to communicate with the dead mm-hmm. which would make sense because it's a Soul Stone mm-hmm. so, and Wakanda obviously want to continue to communicate with the ancestors mm-hmm. Which would make sense why there's going to be a massive war, an infinity war. Uh-huh. So I'm excited for that. Cool. When's that out? May? Uh, no, April twenty seventh. Literally seven weeks away. Two months. Holy shit! <laughs> Losing it. Uh, it's no, twenty third today. So we've got five more days of something else. Something's coming out on the twenty third. But also, there's a new trailer coming out this week. For what? Infinity War. Oh. It's coming out on the. I don't know if I want that. I'll watch it though. I think it's the final one, and I think it's. I want it to be the final one. I don't like seeing too much. We don't have to watch it. I know, true. I might, I might ask someone else to watch it and say, "Is there anything in it that wasn't in the last one? If so, how major is it?" I remember that we felt like there was too much released for. Age of Ultron. It was specifically Age of Ultron. A lot of stuff was revealed. Yeah, quite a lot was. Spider-Man Homecoming basically revealed the movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Anyway, that's uh, that's us. Yeah, that is us. I'm going to... done episode eight of the beat chat. I'm going to go get my car fixed. Yeah, I'm going to... Well, actually, we're going to go work on a couple of things before you go to your curtain call. Mm-hmm. So, thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. Uh, sorry if we seem a wee bit 
exasperated today, but it has been a long week, as we have informed you. Um, remember, what are they? Remember, remember to text us. Remember to text us. Hashtag we don't do cards. We don't do cards. <laughs> um, um, I, mean, I, I like. I don't not appreciate it. Like if someone if gives someone card, gives me a card, then sure, but don't expect me to give you one because I don't do cards. That are if someone gives off. me a card, it's not like yeah, no, obviously face. not. But I just think it's a market employee well, that get, has gone too far. I get cards for Kirsty because she she does do cards. She likes them. Yeah. When I say I don't do cards, I mean, like if it's my birthday, don't don't get me a card. Yeah. I don't need a card, honestly. It's and on top of that, if do you ever like, are you ever like cleaning out somewhere and full of cards? You just find a bunch of cards from like yeah. ten years ago. Yeah, because like when, when I get a card, I'm then met with a moral. Yeah, but you like, have to keep these. And I'm gonna need to keep this now, and it's gonna but take a lot of You space. come across it if like ten it years out, later, and it's like, what? Why have I still got this? Yeah, but, but you won't throw it out still because you're like, someone know, gave me this, I need to keep this. So don't get me a card, right? Yeah. I can't be bothered. With that hashtag, don't, hashtag. We don't do don't, cards. We don't do cards, right? Uh, have a good week, guys. Remember to text us at Kieran. Yeah. I'm talking to you here, right? We yeah. don't want you text. to come up to us whenever I don't see you. Because I'm not going to see you for ages, Keaton. Well, if you want to win the pencil, it has to be a text message. The pencil. Um, if you you can say it to us, but it will count, but it won't count as. Yeah, and it's first come an first serve, so there's only get. one pencil. This is a one of a kind. Yeah, we'll get more because we know where to get them from. <laughs> um, but anyway, in next episode, I've got a game for us, and a an game. actual real interesting game. A game that isn't a shit game like the last two we played. You just need to trust me. Okay, you can tell me about that. It's a... No, I'm just going to hit you with it. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Um, it is a... I'm a big advocate of education and learning things, right? <laughs> right, okay. Not a big advocate. It's That's not like I, I give money to like schools or anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it'll be a kind of... We'll play the game and right. you might win something. Okay. And you and the listeners will learn something. And I'll obviously learn something before it because I'll have made it up. But I know what the premise is. I just so need to it's get a detail. quiz. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Cool. Uh, have a good week, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, we will try to be more upbeat next week. Um. Yeah. I think we're gonna make it more family friendly from now on. A little bit more. We'll see about that. I just don't think we need to be <laughs> swearing so much, man. We're Scottish. So. What we do. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. Remember, and uh, can you subscribe on SoundCloud? Uh, you like, can subscribe share, on subscribe, iTunes. Send, subscribe on iTunes podcast. I know I have. So, um, yeah, that's it. Yeah, have a good one, guys. Thanks for listening. Have a better week than we have. And we will be, be- better next week. Mm-hmm. Love y'all. Love y'all. <laughs>